This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The Minutia Men Celebrity Interview is up next, but first... Take a listen to this other fine OPI show. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's a replay as we talk all about the new Chevy Corvette C8, as only the Car Guys Report can do. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me, Lou Costable, and our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, as we revisit part one of this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits podcast network the following is a tony lasano podcast an opi production on the radio misfits podcast network this is the minutia men celebrity interview with rick kempfer and dave stern the following is a tony lasano podcast an opi show on the radio misfits podcast network this is the minutia men celebrity interview with rick and dave all right dave this week's guest uh Slightly more athletic than your uh, 56-year-old doughy co-host, Rick and Dave. She's uh, she's one of the... I wor- find that hard to believe, Rick. Well, it's true. It's true. She is one of the world's best stunt people for movies and television. We'll get into some of the particulars of her impressive career in a bit here. But Janine Carlton, did I, did I pronounce that correctly? You did, yes. All right, good. Let me start with this great quote of yours because it seems like... A perfect statement on our times. You once said, my mom is from Texas and my dad is from the Middle East. Usually these two come together and make war. (laughs) My mom and dad came together and made me. (laughs) Sounds like (laughs) you might have had a pretty unique upbringing. Is that true? Uh, It's true. I did. I did. Um, My dad was born in Lebanon. He came over to Canada when he was six. Um, Yeah, my mom was born in Texas. She came up to Canada as well. So I, I was born in Canada. Um, I'm able to work in the States though as well. So, um, but yeah, I had a really unique upbringing and, and just, you know, not a religious upbringing, but just a lot of family values and, um, yeah, a lot of mixed cultures that I got to learn about and be proud of. So, and, yeah. and, and growing up yeah. in Canada with two parents that were not from Canada. Yeah, that's pretty common here. It, I oh, feel like it? it's a, such a mosaic. There's a lot of my friends are first generation, um, Canadians like a lot of people seem to immigrate here and then and then have their families here yeah I think we kind of get that right now (laughs) right exactly I think (laughs) we're gonna have an influx of Americans doing that pretty soon if you would open up the damn border let us in please they try I know I guess we 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 had a bunch of people at the border you guys are you're you know want to come up here and spend your your dollars up here and buy up all our goods but you're not allowed in right now Um, yeah yeah, no we want to go and stay (laughs) yeah 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 we don't want to come back um there was there was a there was a quote I can't remember who said it, but it was something to the effect that Canada must think, or it, it, being in Canada is like living in an apartment above a meth lab right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do our part. Well, we have listeners in Canada, so we do. Um, yeah. So 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 they're free to stay, right? <laughs> uh, Yes. You know, you've been a stunt. We need to start uh, offering offering uh, you know million dollar marriage licenses, maybe. Oh, yeah, that's it. That way, up that way. We no. could be. Let's go make some anchor babies, Dave. <laughs> some anchor canadian some side, Molson babies. Side yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, you've been a stunt double for God, just a huge list of A-list celebrities: Angelina Jolie, uh, Jessica Biel, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, you've been in movies, what, Salt and Mission Impossible 4, 
Total Recall, uh, Breaking or uh, t- uh, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, the X Men. Um, what I think is interesting, I mean, you you know, through all these movies, you're you know, you're 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 going through windows and getting blown up, but you started with competitive horse riding. Is that right? And that is 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 that how you started? Kind of getting into this business tell us um you know how this all kind of evolved yeah so i mean growing up i was you know i dabbled in everything i was a well-rounded athlete i loved you know all the extreme stuff and snowboarding i also did sports but i um you know dabbled in martial arts and dance as well but i got into i had knee injuries so while i was not able to walk run jump i was always on my horse and my parents had horses since before they had me so um, I just grew up with them and I did do a lot of competitive horseback riding and my initial introduction into the business was through training horses for the movies and then getting, giving actors riding lessons. Um, so that was through Danny Virtue, uh, out at his ranch in Mission, which is such a beautiful ranch. They shot Black Stallion there and mm-hmm. Neon Rider and lots of, lots of legendary shows out there. Um, so that's how I got my start and then, you know, I started doubling for these people on horseback thinking this was my dream job and then I was like wait a minute I sort of learned what stunt women did outside of horses and I'm like I can I can do that stuff like I can do this you know having a a well being a well-rounded athlete is a really great foundation for being a well-rounded performer so I just dove right into training um, all styles of martial arts and gymnastics and you know just got right into um doing whatever I had to do to, to make it in, in the film and TV business. And, um, and you know, and you've it done it. obviously it worked you. out. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. we had another stunt person on our show about a month ago, Bobby Holland Hinton. Do you, do you know him? I do know Bobby. I've worked with him on a couple. I worked with him on Avengers and uh bad times with El Royale. He's great. He's definitely one of the top performers for sure. Well, we asked him uh, when we had him on what his favorite stunt was, and he, he said he liked to, to do the wire work the best, which you know, but I'm t- explaining to our uh, listeners, which is you know, it's kind of the jumping off things with your, what you're attached to a wire and hoping to land in the right place, basically. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what is it? What What is your favorite stunt? What is What is the thing that you're like, all right, today I get to do X, Y, Z. I get to bl- get my head blown off. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Um, I mean, wire work is, it, that's always fun for sure. It depends. Like there's so many different styles of wires. It can be, you know, floating like you're in zero gravity or it can be like you're getting ratcheted out of a building or it can be, you know, wires, wires is a lot of fun. Um, I, it's sort of changed throughout my career. I really love driving now. I love it when I get to be like in the hot seat in a hot car. If I'm, if I'm able to do, you know, a car chase, I got to do a car chase actually, um, on 50 shades freed which you don't normally think of as an action movie. Uh, yeah, no I, but I was just her stunt driving. I was her stunt driving double, and there's like a car chase scene that I got to drive an Audi R8. And it was so cool because it's, you know, for me, it was the first time as a woman being able to be in, in, in the hero car in the hot seat um, getting chased. So That's me, what they call it, the hot seat? I, I love that. I'm in the hot well, seat. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the cameras on your car, and you're, you know, you're the one um, that the cameras are chasing, but... Yeah, um, you know, I always love when I can work with horses, too. Obviously, that's where I started. So working with animals on set is another one of my specialties. Um, And, you know, yeah, I would have to say horses and and driving, although, you know, all the whole job, everything, every aspect is really fun. It's it's uh, one of the things I love the most about it is is that we are so 
you know, we train in everything. So it's just different styles of martial arts, different weapons, guns, and, and you know, this is us like, training for work. So it's, it's like, you know, you're just a big kid that gets to still play with all these toys. Yeah. Um, that yeah. could kill so, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. our, training is Rick, yeah. <laughs> our training is Rick pressing the right button for the, for the, we, in fact, we were two minutes late because Rick couldn't figure out the, the audio. That That's our stunts right now. You know. uh, I'd like to see you do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, look at, yeah, look, you, you think you're so tough jumping off a building. Try rerouting uh, an ISBN line, you know. Um, you know, my, uh, you know, you mentioned driving. Uh, my daughter just got her driver's license, so I kind of know a little bit about being stunt in a stunt driver. car, stunt driving right now, being in the front seat. We call we're, from now on, we're going to call the passenger seat the hot seat because that's pretty much the what happens. Seat, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, working on you know movies and television. I'm sure you know that it's a very unique environment. Obviously, something that you know you weren't accustomed to when you started in the business. Uh, do you have any good stories about your days working on movies? Um, you know, any odd little, you know, things, maybe a, a really good buffet table or something <laughs> from one of the movies, you know, or, um, you well, know, Well, I mean, every, every show has got its own unique family and environment yeah. and, um, you know, it just depends what it's about and your location. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, there's so many, there's been so many amazing, memorable, yeah. uh, experiences, but, um, one of the one of my favorite most memorable moments actually was on Watchmen. I was doubling Gina Carano, um, but actually, um, or sorry, Carla Gugino. I was just talking to Gina, so mm. Carla Gugino is who I was doubling. But um, in this one scene, we actually recreated the JFK assassination scene, oh, wow. and I got to play Jackie O in this specific scene. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie. Uh, no, but, I'm um, going to though. <laughs> So yeah, you had to crawl on the back of the car and everything and like pick yeah, up the brains and, we re- and stuff. We, we, we recreated the whole scene. Um, and it was just so cool because it was done so well. Every tree, every car, every police officer, but these are all my friends and some people. So it was literally like we had time traveled back into this iconic <sighs> historical moment and everything like JFK, the, the, the prosthetics on the actor that was sitting beside me were so good. that I was like, like I was just like this is so wild and you know we studied the video so hard and and we all recreated it we did a really good job I think Um, but that moment I was just like this is so cool as we're going around and 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 you know everything was just perfect plus you got to wear that uh, very cute pink outfit yeah do you still have the with the the hat still have the pillbox hat yeah that's that's a nice outfit I didn't get to keep it, oh. no. But, you know, what was really cool was seeing a Jackie O movie a few years later, because I remember sitting there going, oh, my God, what this woman went through. I know. You know, and just, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. And then, and then, you know, Jackie O came out a few like, years later, and you actually got to see what she went through and what happened after that, you know, those minutes and moments. And so that, that's one of my most memorable times on set, even though it wasn't stunt heavy, you know, yeah. was it being lit on fire and stuff like that? I mean, fire is always very memorable. Um, <laughs> working with Angelina Jolie is super memorable. She's, you know, one of my, one of my idols and mentors, you know, um, same with Jennifer Lawrence. I was always a huge fan of her. So yeah, every, there's so many amazing moments, but you know, when I think back on a, like, Hey, that was really, really cool scene just because it was all my friends in that scene, but it was just, it was done so well. Um, 
So yeah, watch that movie. That's, oh, a, that's good. a good one. It's, a good movie. Uh, it's movie. something I've always wondered about stunt people. When when your job is basically taking your life in your hands, which it is, which you know, what is it that you do for fun? I mean, you, <laughs> like, are you a thrill seeker in real life? Are you like jumping out of airplanes, or are you like sitting in the couch eating donuts? <laughs> yeah, right. And what's your favorite donut? Is really what we're after. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you know, we, we train, like to be a stunt performer, you definitely have to have an element of like living on the edge and not being afraid to take risks and, 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 you know, wanting an adrenaline rush. So I have jumped out of planes, I've skydived, I've, you know, done all that kind of stuff. I love all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, to, to prepare yourself to be a good stunt performer, you have to sort of, you have to know that you can be in these situations and not freak out. You have to know that you have the self-confidence and the calmness to, you know, be able to execute whatever it is that they are asking you to do with the pressure of, you know, like we can't just call in sick or be like, you know what, I'm not feeling this yeah. day. Like yeah, right. I got, so much yeah. money I got on hay the line. Fever. Yeah, my allergies are really yeah, bothering you know me right I'm, now. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, especially on the big movies, there's so much money and there's so like, you know, it's all, it's quite a high pressure situation, but, um, you know, so you get that adrenaline rush from that. And, and yeah, I love it. I, I think, you know, I don't, I don't really get nervous anymore from that kind of stuff. I've got enough experience under my belt, unless, you know, they throw me something I wasn't expecting and I felt like, oh, you know, I would have prepared or, you know, but that doesn't usually happen anymore. Um, but yeah, downtime, I mean, you know, I'm usually just bareback on my horse out in the mountains or just, you know. Yeah, like Dave and I. Chilling yeah. out. Um, yeah. Chilling out for sure. But, you know, we do a lot of training on our downtime too. It's just working on our weaknesses. And, you know, if there's something that we're, we feel like we need to level up on a little bit, then, you know, we're just our lifestyle is training, basically. Uh, and, Generally, and your favorite donut well, is? Yeah, we, let, let's get to the favorite donut. Uh, <laughs> old fashioned, probably sugar coated old fashioned. Okay. Donut. All right. All right. And again, yeah. if and, and we'll, you will never hear that in another ep- <laughs> another interview of Janine. Um, and again, this thrill seeking, you know, when you're downtime, you're welcome to drive with my daughter. Yeah. Anytime. And then you'd, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, I know when I was 16, I already had at least four years of driving experience, about, which my parents didn't really know about. They taught me how to drive the ride and lawnmower, and they taught me how to drive the tractors to help out around. But um, I was I was very confident um, because they let me drive from a young age, sitting in their lap before you know seatbelts were mandatory and changing the gears. So you know, by the time I was eleven or twelve, I was. I was taking their car around the block with my friends already. Now, is that, is that <laughs> so something? I wonder if she's actually, if she's actually only just started driving, or 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 has she snuck snuck the car out before? What do you think? No, you know she's actually doing great. I mean, uh, if she was, if she has been practicing, it's yeah, not yeah. evident. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, okay. now she, she's actually really doing pretty good. Um, but I still, as good. in the hot seat, uh, Dad yeah. is not happy. Yeah. You know, um, we, we, you know, we just actually took a fairly long trip today. We picked up, a, or not today, this past weekend, we picked up a dog, a puppy, and we had to drive eight hours to get it, and. Uh, Lila, my daughter, drove like, I don't know, three or four hours. And I, you know, I had... Did you sleep comfortably? Well, I had a therapy dog. (laughs) The dog was my therapy dog. I was just like, oh, my God. You know. Um, So have you... I would imagine you have uh, sustained an injury or two or came really close to sustaining a bad injury. Have you ever had an experience where you're like, you know, I think maybe I'm going to change careers, work in a cubicle and sell paper? Or something like that. It has, has there ever been never. a... Never. Never, really. No, That's, that would kill my spirit. I don't... Good. I couldn't do that. Good Personally, I couldn't do that. Uh, um, 
um, yeah, I mean, you know, bumps and bruises definitely come along with the job. I have had, I have had definitely some serious injuries. Um, I've had three ACL repairs for my knees, but for the most part, that's like, that's me out with my friends trying stuff that we probably shouldn't. That's most of my injuries happen not at work. Because at work, we're really, we really take all the safety precautions. We really plan out what we're going to do. We rehearse. We've got safety team. We've got, you know, the riggers and the stunt coordinators, and everyone's, like, making it as safe as possible. When you're out with your friends, you know, having beers and yeah. on a snowboard up in the mountains, you're not, you're yeah, not really right. necessarily thinking about all that. So a lot of my injuries, you know, have just been from being sort of doing extreme things, but not necessarily at work. That being said, I have been hurt at work, yes. Okay. Nothing that would ever make me want to change careers, though. So. All right. Well, I know you're also an animal lover, which is pretty clear. I mean, so, and sometimes these animals uh, in the movies, especially horses, are asked to do some pretty dangerous things too. And I know every movie ends yeah. with a quote about no animals were harmed in the making of this film or something like that. But what is your take mm-hmm. on it from someone who's seen it on the inside? I mean, how how seriously do they take the uh, the the animals uh, and taking care of them? The people that I work with take amazing care of their animals and they um, take every precaution as well. And a lot of these animals actually enjoy what they do. There's definitely some sets and some people out there, I'm sure, who don't take as as good a care of their animals. But the people who I've worked with um, in the horse world, Tad Griffith and Danny Virtue, you know, you see those horses that rear up and and fall down, like, you know, they've been shot and stuff. Well, that horse, it's been, you know, they know exactly what they're doing. There's a little cue to get them to do that. We soften up the ground that they land on, so it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, we chop it all up and then cover it to make it look normal, but that ground's been softened. Um, it's just a little cue from the cowboy. They're not actually ripping them up and pulling them off the feet. The horses, they learn what you want, and they sort of do that motion on their own. And then we always, you know, bring the horses in after, and we, we call it soaking them. So, you know, if there's a bunch of guns going off and crazy things happening, you know, they get really used to that, just like we do. Um, but we... You know, make sure once they've done that ball, then you walk them through again and you make you make them, you know, hang out there in a calm way and, and just pet them. And so mm. there's ways of approaching it that the animals, you know, they they know their job. It's actually funny. Sometimes you want horses just in the background of a shot, um, just grazing. They're not really, you know, the focal point of the shot. And they hear three, two, one action and the horse is no action. So they prick their ears up and they stare right into the camera which is pretty hilarious when that happens they they know their job they're like we're here to work and so we have to often change mr demille i'm ready for my (laughs) close yeah yeah exactly because they hear acting and they're like they're ready to go so um you know i i've worked with lots of dogs and you know i had dog attacks and different stuff like this and there's so much preparation and the animals you know they kind of know what they're doing and i've never worked on a set where an animal is being mistreated and honestly i would definitely speak up and if anything you know if i were to ever witness anything like that so well, that's um, good to hear yeah the animals are good actors too yeah. yeah well wes our little puppy now knows his name we were able to train him over the last 36 hours that he now knows his name so we're right there the gunshots are coming next so Jeanette, yeah, right. just so you know yeah. this is all you're going to hear about is this stupid dog this is like yeah. he, he talks oh, about this the dog like little this. Thing. oh i love it i'm getting a puppy at the end of august too i'm so excited oh well i will uh, i will uh I will continually tweet you pictures of Wes every day as he gets older for the next 15 years. Uh, Do is, it. Are is, you watching Dog Whisperer? Uh, no. Is that a tell? Is that that's, on a good, that's a good Animal Planet. That's very helpful. Uh, um, yeah. It's uh, well. It's, yeah. Just is that Carlos guy or no? What's his name? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think his name's um, Carl. Uh, we're we're watching the we're watching the Zach George videos right now. Zach George is. The, oh, okay. Yeah, and I got his book. And uh, and Wes is the cutest dog ever. Okay, he really, okay. And Dave, he's really Dave, smart. This he's is the smartest dog Janine. ever too. We're talking to Janine. <laughs> uh, hey, is there a, <laughs> is there a particular actor that you that you, that you know? And I don't obviously you'd love working with all actors, but is there one actor that you know is going to be in this movie that you're going to and you're just really jacked about? Is there a you mentioned Jennifer Lawrence being a a mentor and Angelina Jolie, but. Um, anybody else that you really have a fondness for working with? Uh, um, I mean, Jessica Biel was super fun. She requested me on Total Recall. We had a lot in common. She was, she was a blast to work with. Colin Farrell's hilarious, too. Lorena Bacaran on Deadpool's. I doubled her on both the Deadpool's. She's so lovely, and those film sets are so fun to work on because, you know, just they're, everybody's just hilarious. Um, they're always cracking jokes on set. And, uh, um, God, what, I mean, yeah, there's been a lot. I doubled Kate Winslet on The Mountain Between Us with Idris Elba, and we were up in Invermere, which is sort of the border between D.C. and Alberta. And, you know, those those two actors are amazing. Um, we had a lot of fun. We were up on top of these glaciers and getting helicoptered to set each day on top of these stunning mountains. Uh, I mean, that was really an amazing experience, that movie. Um yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's, there's. Uh, it's just been really fortunate. There's been a lot of, a lot of amazing actors. Um, do you mean to work with or to watch on, like to watch? Uh, you know, to work with, but still, you know, what, you know, where do you drive your inspiration from? Um, yeah, just uh, yeah, to who work with or, yeah, anything uh, yeah, you want. Yeah, I, mean, we, I, feel, I feel like we name them. You know, yeah, just okay. such, you know. Like Angelina Jolie, she's like an, an amazing mother and humanitarian, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, as well as producer, director, actor. So yeah, she's she's definitely um, someone I look up to a lot. And I was really so excited when I got the opportunity to double her on Salt. That was that was so fun. Um, um, yeah, you know, Titanic. Be, being able to double Kate Winslet. That wasn't a crazy heavy stunt show per se, but we were doing we were in a, a lot of extreme elements and you know, flying through ice and doing that kind of thing. So. That was uh, that was super memorable for me as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I gave you a list of yeah, a few names. Yeah, right. Now you, you've done you've done stunts for um, a few, like the Planet of the Apes project and the uh, the Avengers mm-hmm. and uh, action type fantasies. Have you ever? Uh, I, I know the answer to this, but I just want to hear the story. Have you ever had to do stunts dressed in a ridiculous costume, <laughs> where you know you it's you, you not only have to do this stunt, but you're dressed in like well, yeah, you're you're an you're, ape, you're, you're an ape or something. That's exactly what I was. I was actually an ape on a horse in um, in uh, Planet of the Apes. So we're in these funny little green screen type suits with all these little dots all over you that they're gonna like you know in post implement the ape on top of you. Um, but I had to sit like an ape with my knees all hunched up on a horse, um, <laughs> acting like an ape on a horse, which is really uh, What would you do today? Oh, uh, well, I went to the yeah, Honey, how was work? I was riding uh, a horse uh, like an ape. And you, you know, know, it's funny, and you're, you're around all these amazing actors who are so good at be, being an ape, right? They're just, like, you're right. so yeah. good at it. And, and the performers who are like, you know, flipping off stuff and galloping around on their, on their forearms. And that, that was, that's definitely, definitely one of them. I've had to wear fat suits before. Um, which is always quite hilarious as well. Um, a fat suit? Is yeah, that what you said? Yeah. 
Well, Rick yeah. and I are wearing fat yeah. suits. We right wear now. those every day. It's a lot easier than you think. We prefer to call them doughy suits, though. <laughs> Middle aged doughy Donut. suits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Being an ape is pretty hilarious, I would say. And, you know, on Avengers, I was also one of the CG, you know, they a lot of us were wearing CG suits and creating these fights with the lead actors um, that they later on post made us into monsters so i've done a lot of that kind of sort of movement animal work creature creature kind of work um which is really cool it's a different it's a whole different sort of body movement and body motion and fine tuning and picking up mannerisms of you know creatures and apes that's all really cool fun stuff to do as well all right we have to take a break but minutia men will be right back i'm howard sudbury and i'm steve baskerville and you sound full of energy for some reason howard what's going on that's because we've got sportscaster vince cellini Golf Channel, CNN veteran. He's seen, he's done it all, and we're going to have a great talk about whether sports is going to come back or not. And great advice for getting me through the COVID and staying in shape. Vince Cellini, next on Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Dave's an elite athlete. Irregardless is a word now. Bubonic Plague 2020. My brush with a A-list movie star. And a clip from our interview with a stunt woman, Janine Carlton. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Well, you know, we've really appreciated you being on the show. COVID obviously has probably put a stop to some of the stuff that you've been doing. But what do you have coming up next? And what, where can people find out about you? Plug away. And what do you got going? Websites, whatever. Um, well, I mean, IMDb is probably where you'd find most of my stuff. But, um, yeah, with co- I mean, I have a one and a half year old, so I actually have taken oh. a little time off to have a baby. So I'm, oh, okay. I'm doing that as well. Congratulations! Um, thank you. Yeah, he's a little athlete already. Mm. Um, uh, we've got. I mean, productions are just kind of starting up. I did a horror movie that we're going to attempt to do the reshoots in August. Um, we all get tested before we go on set. Mm. Things have completely changed on set. So you, everyone wears a mask until you're actually cameras are rolling then you take your mask off we don't have hair and makeup coming in doing last minute touches anymore um just limiting you know craft service that used to be the big hangout where people are eating and hey it's like drinking coffee and stuff we don't have craft service anymore there's no shared lunches anymore so the, i think the vibe on set is quite a bit different i haven't actually i'm speaking just on people who have gone back um i haven't actually gone back yet myself I'm supposed to have some days in August, but yeah, I think the vibe is going to be very different on set um, for the next while anyways, until, you know, who knows how long before we get vaccine and and why, you know, able to vaccinate everybody and actually have it back to normal. Who knows? So it's it's quite a different vibe. And I think some of the smaller productions are able to run, but the huge, you know, huge productions, I don't know. That's just such a huge collection of people. I don't know when they're actually going to be able to go back to these big productions so it'll it'll be interesting to see well hopefully we get a handle on this thing and and now that you're a mom of a a little one i've got a a new stunt for you you ready for this uh uh, you (laughs) can drive across the country with with your son in in a car seat 
and and try to do that stunt. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I've yeah, done that yeah, stunt. Right. That's the hardest stunt I've ever done. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So I, I mean, I'm traveling around a little bit. With, I, I just do it at night, like so, like you sleep or during nap time. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's all about it's all about that. coordinating with nap time. <laughs> Well, thanks very much for being on the show, Janine. This really has been a, a great it's time. been a pleasure, and we wish you the very best. Thank you and, for having me. And, uh, and, I wish uh, you the best, too. And, and good luck in the future. Yes. And, Thank you so and, much. And expect expect pictures of Wes every yeah. day for and, the rest and, of your life. I, I will, and I'm, I'm really sorry. Really, really sorry. <laughs> He's so cute. Talk to you later. Hey, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla from the Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we will be back again next week with another edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of OPI Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of OPI Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Minutia Men on the Radio Misfits. Today on this week's Minutia Men, we're talking about Nazi stuff. Oh, and then we're talking, we're talking about a cub, because we do that. Oh, we have an interview with a guy or a girl. We don't even. It's Mark Cuban. We're interviewing celebrities. Ooh, it's a minutia man celebrity interview. Clearly, we're all in a great place for this. We're just (laughs) spending like a full minute ripping on minutia men. The only reason we even exist, the only reason this whole goddamn network exists, I swear. The best thing this show has going for it right now is that it's on the same network as minutia men. And friends. An Opai show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. If you missed Los Anno or Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. Edsilla, the president, is here. The guy that's in charge of the whole network. So we have to be good, right? Yes. Yeah. So far. So what's going on with the network? Anything exciting? We have a, a thousand shows. I mean, there's a lot of them. We have a lot of shows. Yeah. Name the worst show on the network. Go ahead. <laughs> say it to his face. Just say it. Say it to his face. Yeah. No, no I, 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 would, I dare anyone to find a bad show. There, all... there is not a show on this network that yeah. I'm not proud of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called. <laughs>